And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network. Can we do it? Hello, I'm Michelle, and I'm DJ, and this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network, where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation and other trash, and other trash, a lot of other trash. That, <laughs> that should be the thing: a podcast on the Pop Break Network where we talk about trash, trash, <laughs> primarily Bachelor stuff. But. Yeah, so um, we're here, hometowns. hometowns. Yep. Um, so just to give you guys an idea, uh, today we are going to be talking about hometowns. We are going to be talking about the first three episodes of F-Boy Island, which are all the episodes that when we recorded. The fourth one will be out by the time you hear this, but we didn't watch it, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do like two minutes on the rest of Sexy Beasts. Yes. Maybe less than that. that. It's very (laughs) possible that we have no more new Sexy Beast thoughts. Um, We have some. Some. Less than two minutes worth. Yeah, for sure. Um, But let's start with Hometowns. Okay, yes. Starting with Hometowns. Katie season. We got three guys. Three guys left. Blake, Greg, and Justin. Yep. They start with Blake. Yes. Blake is from Canada. They might as well have just taken Serena's Canada date from Matt's season. Yeah. And just plopped Blake and uh, Katie into that date. Except, I honestly thought Serena's date was like better but that's just me yeah they're, they're about like fine i, I yeah. really don't have a strong opinion well i really the thing i really like that serena did and we spoke about this but i love that she did the food the like can, different canadian that was foods cool. yeah. that was fun but they did um katie and blake did a syrup flight where they tasted different syrup there was a joke about how syrups used in sex somehow that was like whatever yeah um they did truth or dare darts which that was, was kind of like, cool it was cute like they there was a big um their balloons on a wall like on, and, the, on like a dartboard yes and each balloon had a different truth or dare in it yeah and then whichever one they popped they had to do yep um you grabbed your butt pretty hard well, okay. <laughs> one of the okay, one of the dares was like grab your favorite part of my body. Yeah. So Blake got no. I so the it was I dare you to grab your favorite part of my body. Yes. And Katie popped that balloon to dare Blake to do that. Yes. And Blake grabbed her ass. So he didn't like come from behind her and like yeah. No, it's he like, like he hugged her, hugged her, kissed her, and, and then, then grabbed her butt. Full. Wh- Right. It's like 10% classier than just like grabbing a handful of blood. I don't know butt. that there's any way to grab ass that's classy. Fine. It's But it's the least like gross way it to do it. It wasn't like vulgar. Yeah. It was still very sexual. Right. But, but it, it wasn't was like, like vulgar. Yeah. You know, you're not doing that at the family picnic. Right, right. <laughs> well, unless you're that kind of family. Then, you know, go crazy. Blake's family it's... seems like they might be that family. <laughs> you know? So, there's a few things. Oh, man. We we should, real quick before, because we're in this train of thought, can you talk about, apparently, what Blake's mom gave yes. Katie? Yes. This is where we're jumping ahead a little bit, but it's, like, kind of in this realm so of they conversation. So, they obviously don't show it. I'm surprised they didn't show it and blur it out, but they don't show it, because I guess it's not what they want people to perceive in the yeah. family meetings. But apparently, Blake's mom gave Katie, it was a dildo... That was covered in Canadian flags. I love it. Like a Canadian flag print dildo, which was hysterical. And the only reason I know this is because I think Katie retweeted it. Yeah. Or Katie tweeted it. Yeah. And it was the dildo next to like her cat. 
Yeah. And they were like, something, something, I don't know, like, I can't remember exactly what the tweet said, but it was something about how Blake's mom gave it to her. Yeah. And I was like, come on, ABC. This is the shit I want to see. Like, we got to see her show a dildo to Matt. Like, what's any difference than, I get it, I get it. It's not like, it's supposed to be sentimental and beautiful and not whatever. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was great. Maybe the Moynes family is a bunch of hedonists. I mean, that is... It's like no shade, by the way. No shade. Clearly what it seems like. Like, if you're into that, more power to you. You're not hurting anyone, go for it. They don't seem to be hurting anyone. No Andrew Cuomo's up in this bitch. Okay. (laughs) Topical. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so nothing truly exciting happens during the state... The, yeah. his, his sister, not during the date, during the the, like the family the family meeting, yeah. interventions that happened. Um, the sister grills Blake about. Well, it was great because she first she grilled him, but she was like, "Oh, is this the one?" And Blake was like, "Yeah, this is the one." And then she's basically like, well, "What about Claire? What about Tasha? How is this any different?" And she wasn't <laughs> she didn't, so no, like. She didn't, I'm exaggerating. She wasn't like that, but she did. She did get across that point of like, well, didn't you say that about Claire? Didn't you say that about Tasha? Yeah. How is this any different than that? She was trying to make the point where like, and it's a very valid point yeah. that, so you seem to fall for whoever's in front of you and maybe that's not the best way to go about your relationships, but um, you know, that's yeah. where we are. I mean, to be fair, it, I mean, he was really into Claire and Tasha was like, eh, but he like is really, really into Katie. Yeah. Like we've I mean, talked about this a bunch. Like they look like a couple. Yeah. Because of the height. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole show in this episode. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you could tell he was like super into Claire and then like you could tell he wasn't as into Tasha, but like he does really seem into Katie. You can see it. They, they mesh well together. I've said since Blink came on, they look like a couple. They seem like they could be a couple. Ugh. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, okay. But then he he spoke with his mom and he was saying how he hasn't said I love you yet to her because yeah. he's worried. Um, he doesn't feel ready to say it. And I, for one, don't think you should say it unless you feel ready to say it. Um, but his mom said, and I, you need to man the fuck up and tell her you love her. I love Blake's mom. Is I what, think Blake's mom's great. Yeah. Blake's mom is like pretty top tier mom. Bachelor Nation mom. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they're going to say goodbye to each other. And he gives her this really long hug. And he says something really sweet to her. And then he doesn't say it. He doesn't say I love you. He doesn't yeah. even say I'm falling in love with you. He doesn't say it at all. He basically is like, you know, this day was incredible. And I'm so yeah. lucky to have spent it with you. Yeah. And it, it was all like the great... It was like, like set up. Setting up. Yeah. First dropping in I love you. All, and then just did it. All the platitudes and everything. And, and duck fart. So. Yeah, it was a pretty big duck fart. But I mean, like, I mean, maybe it could have ended as poorly as one of the other guys' dates. Don't know what you're talking about. Yep, let's move on. Moving on. Next was Justin. Oh, Justin. I love Justin. Our boy. So Justin had what I would say an inauspicious start. What we first see is he is on the phone with mm-hmm. his parents. Yeah. And basically, his parents were like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, his... <laughs> with just, like, the whole process. Yeah, his mom was like, I just don't know how you can fall in love with someone in such a short period of time. And, like, they were basically like, we're not playing along with this. Like, no. So what's interesting is, we have seen the this reaction before. This isn't, like, a new reaction. No, no. But 
at least they will express it in in person, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, it's funny. Zach's parents were like pretty openly skeptical about the whole process. But they were like, oh, Tatasha, like, you make him so happy. And he's like, this is the first time he's been happy in a really long time. And, like, lo and behold, she does pick Zach. But, it, you know, that was, I think, a really good test case of where, like, oh, man, some skeptical people. And I remember at the time we were like, oh, is this going to, you know, ward Tasha off of Zach? Um, but in this instance, the parents aren't there. Now, what I wonder is, is because the barrier is so much higher, you got to fly out. COVID's a thing. You probably had to quarantine. They're like, we're not doing this for, mm-hmm. like, yeah. this. Whereas normally it's like, all right, a camera crew is going to come into our house yeah. for a day. Like, whatever. Yeah, like, sure, sure. Um, it's just interesting that this is the third third bubble season. Yes. And that hasn't happened yet, right? Like, only a handful, right? Like, like 12 or less, like, hometowns. Yeah. And everyone's, like, been okay uh, up until now. So, yeah. Um, so what that meant was Justin had to have his... Friends. Two best friends who are like brothers to him uh, uh, come instead. Um, you know, Katie took it in stride. You know, she didn't make a comment to the confessional. It's like, oh man, I don't know that his parents aren't here. And, you know, it's not fair to Justin. It's not yeah. his fault. Right. That was you know? my thought too. Because she did make a comment that was like, oh, maybe that's... I don't know if she said like that's a red flag or something. It wasn't like that stark, but it was in line with like... I don't know how I feel about this. But it but it wasn't a I don't know how I feel about this in the sense that like oh that really sucks that his parents do it. It's almost like what the thing that she said was there were very, ne- she was kinda like putting it on him. Yeah. Like there, she didn't yes. know how it affected like how it affected him in their relationship. And I was like, Well that's not fair because like yes. It was, like, his parents wouldn't come. That's not his decision. Yeah. I'm sure if it was up to him, he would make them come. Yeah. And, well, and on the phone, right? He was like, no, mom and dad, like, you know, trust me. Yeah. Like, he, he really tried to make the case. But, um, I mean, you could just hear his parents on the phone. Yeah. Were like, they pretty much came right up into, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. So, anyway. Um, so his friends came. Uh, uh, what was their actual oh, date? Oh, Baltimore date. Oh yeah, uh, they they rode in a carriage. They took selfies. These things aren't really related to Baltimore. There was a Baltimore sign. Yes, um, you made a comment that they took a selfie, but the photo still that the show showed us was someone else took a picture of their selfie. Yeah, <laughs> like like show me the selfie that they took. Maybe it was a terrible selfie. Maybe it was a terrible selfie. It was all um, um, but yeah, I th- forget what else they did. It's is... funny because um. I don't Sad. know. Do you have like word association? Like, it, like if I say like Baltimore, like what do you think of Ravens? Okay, yeah, the football team, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, some might say like um, crab, crab cakes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Inner Harbor, the oh, big okay. like, right. Those are like Baltimore things. Yes. Um, Eric from Rachel season. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that on Blake's state they wrote a moose, a mechanical moose. Oh yeah, it was a mechanical moose. It's important bowl, but a to moose. mention that it is. No, we'll, so, we'll circle back. Yes, yeah. okay. But yes, that did happen. Yes. Um, but Eric, uh, um, from Rachel season. Yes. That that date was in Baltimore, and they like went down to Baltimore. I forget a lot of the final guys in Rachel season because they were so not memorable. So let's see if this is helpful. They were the ones that had like the dance, like the little side to side dance. And when Eric introduced her to his family, they, like, all did the dance, like, hey, do you remember? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, my brain was like, don't Eric, need this anymore. Eric went, yeah, flush. <laughs> Eric, when he came out of the limo, he's like, uh, I, I want, I prepped a little dance for you. Um, n- 
It was at the um. It, it was when she met the men on after the final rose. Remember they used to do that. Yeah. They give a little, and he was one of the guys, oh. and he came and I was like, I prepped a little dance for you, and they did the dance, and then they did the, the dance again when they went on the limo, and then on their one on one, and then they did it for the family at hometowns. None of this is oh well. No, sorry. Brain was like, bye bye, loser. <laughs> Just like. Flush that guy right out of All of this is a long way to say that this is not a Baltimore date. It was just a date. It was a date. That I took a picture in front of the Baltimore Sure. Um, Justin's great. There's just, nothing going on. Justin's <laughs> friends were really nice, but they told him he's moving too slow. Um, Justin told Katie he's falling in love with her. Yeah, man. If you're Justin, you have to. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's weird. Because he doesn't get to see... Like, the other one-on-one dates. But, like, as, as as people who watch, like, all the hometowns, you watch his and they're like, yeah, she likes him, but, like, he ain't gonna win. Yeah, so I think that the weird thing, and this spanned across all of the one-on-ones, is that there was this fear that they had to say I love you because what if someone else said it? Well, across all the one-on-ones, that fear spanned across. I feel like that's always the theme. I, every season we get this through line of, like, do I say I love her? What if the other guy says I love her? Right. It happens all the time. Or girl, yes. or, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Katie mentioned, because I, I don't remember if Blake's mom asked her, um, or who asked her about it, but Katie said that she doesn't feel right saying I love you to any of the men while she's dating other men. Sure. I can understand that logic, although if you're, the other lane that I'm in is, well, if you feel like you love them, could you not say, I also feel like I'm falling in love with you? Is that not the walk around of like, yes, I love you too? Yeah. Um, I want to put a pin in that because yes. I, I have thoughts on that point, but I think it'll come up later. Yeah. Okay. So can we put a pin in that one for yes. now? All right. Let's, let's revisit the pin of uh, the moose on Blake's date just real quick. Yeah. So you know those mechanical bulls yeah. that are in like country bars yeah. and stuff? Have you ever ridden one? Heck no. No? Have me, you? Me, no. But I really wanted to, but when I was around when I was too young and they wouldn't let me. Um, you know the Colorado Cafe? Yeah. In in New Jersey. Or what was the Colorado Cafe? Yes, Rip. Yeah, no. um, it had a mechanical bull. And I wanted to ride it, but I was too young at the time. Okay. Do you remember um, uh, my apartment in Hoboken had that Tex-Mex place that was like at the corner? We went there a lot. Like for like brunch and stuff like that. I forget what it was called. But it was like a Tex-Mex themed like bar. Okay. It was always packed on the weekends. They had a mechanical bull. Hmm. But they only operated it like... On the weekends, I imagine. Yeah. And yeah. like I never wanted to... Like, bother. I forget what the name of the place was. But it was literally, like, down the street from my Hoboken apartment. Anyway, this moose was basically just a mechanical bull. It was a mechanical moose. Yeah. And they wrote it. And it didn't uh, go as fast as a mechanical bull. Oh, was. no. They it weren't the trying... Well, yeah, they weren't trying to whip them off. They really didn't want to pay the insurance premium for <laughs> whatever a mechanical bull costs for a television show. Well, after after Katie tipped that uh, quad, oh my they were like, that insurance just, like, popped right up. I mean, that quad had the roll cage on it, though, so I, I still think it was intentional. Anyway. Um, okay. So, Blake State, Justin's home... T- Blake's hometown, Justin's hometown, Greg's hometown. Now, I do feel... We're flying through these. I do feel... Well, we're flying through them as quickly as the episode did. Yeah. Blake's... Blake's hometown was done within 20 minutes. Then um, Justin's hometown took 30 minutes, you said, because it was just a little bit longer. Yeah, I... They had more time... I mean, like I said, you covered all the bits, but they focused a lot of time on the two guys who Justin had there. Yeah, the friends. Um, I don't know why, but they focused a lot of time on them and talking to Katie. It was so unmemorable. Also because 
there were there was a slight tease toward Greg because during Blake's date there was like a little Greg oh, like yeah, yeah. standing on the perch like looking and it was like I don't know how I feel so they yeah. were like teasing something. You've been talking about this forever. The quote-unquote, the fight, The right? blow-up, yes. So, like, we were waiting, and we were talking about it during the episode. Like, all right, there's an hour, roughly an hour left when yep. we got to Greg, and I'm like, maybe it's a mislead. Maybe it's this. But, um, yeah, let's get into let's it. Let's get so into the Greg's, Greg's hometown. hometown. Edison, New Jersey. The shore town of New Jersey. All right, so. This might only be friend, funny to us, or to yeah. our New Jersey folks listening. Okay, so to the, let me just real yeah, quick. Yeah, no, please. To those listening who are not from New Jersey or don't understand well enough why this is funny to us. From like a geography a, perspective. Yes, but mostly if you're from New Jersey and you understand where things in New Jersey are, Edison, New Jersey is not near the shore. It's not a short town by it's any It's not a shore town at all, but when people hear New Jersey, they think of Jersey Shore. Which is always funny to people who are from New Jersey because every, the whole cast from Jersey Shore is from Staten Island. Or like from New York. Yeah. So. Or Long Island. Or Long, right. Like, yeah. so it's, it's really funny that like New Jersey is associated with the Jersey Shore who are people who are not from New Jersey. And so New Jersey is also associated just with the boardwalk, which is yeah. why they had Edison, New Jersey. <laughs> Be the shore town. It, it, it was great. It's like, I want to talk to my mom down as New Jersey. Uh, so, you know, uh, shore town. So let's do a boardwalk <laughs> thing. And like, I get it. Like, I'm sure that when they've done like. You're sure. Hey. <laughs> when they've done hometowns in like Arizona, in like some town I've never heard of. I've had some local be like, actually. Yeah. Bah, 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 actually. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, that is what it was like. What's funny about the bubble ones is like. If he had to take her to Edison, this is such a missed opportunity. Like, would they have instead gone down to, like, Long Beach or LBI or Seaside? Oh, like, instead of Edison, New Jersey? Yeah, because, like, what would they have done in Edison? Go to the mall? Well, okay. What they usually do on hometowns... Because I know we've been watching Bubbled episodes for so long now. That I know, it that's all like, I remember. Right, but, like... In the in the bubbled ones, it's like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But usually the hometowns, it's like I'm gonna take you to this place that was special to me growing yeah, up, and that yeah. was kind of like here's this pub that no one really knows about, but I know everyone here because I've been coming here since I was 21 and stuff like that. Yeah. And like so, it's usually places like that. Yeah. So he could have taken her to a local restaurant or to like a thing. It doesn't need to be the mall. It doesn't need to be a big attraction. It could just be. Somewhere special to him. Yeah. Um, Raven, they rolled around in the swamp. Remember? Oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite part of that was they went into the corn silo or, like, wheat silo or yeah. something like that. And then a cop rolled up and it was like, oh, shit. And it was her brother. Yeah. That was, like, one of the best things. Yeah. They, like, that was, that was so good. So. Um, but, right. So, it's it, it's such a missed opportunity. I would have loved to see the Edison, New Jersey hometown. Same, but same. instead, we got, like, a cheap knockoff stupid boardwalk remember the internet's like what's a pork roll and it's like ha it's taylor ham pork roll's just taylor ham it's like the same thing but we've decided to like brand it because we're the worst yeah it's the one thing like there's some things i love about new jersey yes and i you know i'm feeling like a ton of jersey pride i don't get the pork roll taylor ham thing i don't get it i call it pork roll because that's just like like you know um uh it's like part of my lexicon sure um but like i i don't i have to tell you that being originally from Staten Island, I had never even heard of pork roll or Taylor ham until yeah. I came to New Jersey. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought breakfast sandwiches were just bacon or sausage. Those were your two meat options. You want to like really set someone from New Jersey off? Just be like, uh, Taylor ham, isn't that just Canadian bacon? Because it's, 
It's the same thing, <laughs> in my opinion. Pork roll's a little bit saltier, but it's basically Canadian bacon. Because everyone knows what Canadian bacon is, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. knows what that is. I will say, it, um, you know, I learned what Canadian bacon was from my Carly. How sad is oh, that? Oh, man, I yeah, mean... isn't that funny? If you have no... Teach their own, right? Well, I was I was always like, I when I was a kid, whatever, probably had um, an Egg McMuffin. And I'm like, what's this? And it's like Canadian bacon. Because that's what they put on the Egg McMuffin. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I always got Canadian the sausage bacon. Egg McMuffin. Ah, I think I think it plays like third fiddle to the Egg McMuffin. Third Mc, fiddle. Egg McMuffin at me, anyone listening. Wow. Egg wow, McMuffin wow. is the king of... Of all fast food breakfast sandwiches, there is nothing to top the Egg McMuffin. At me. Just wait. What's the... I... I have this really fantasized... Rom, romanticized is what okay. I'm thinking. Okay. I have this really romanticized image of the sausage McGriddle. Oh, come Get out of here. The McGriddle is oh. like basically pancakes... And then you're having a breakfast sandwich on pancakes. Okay, this is a whole nother podcast. Well, well, where is the first big blow up? I'm, I'm, we should put up a poll on we our Twitter. That's just McMuffin it's, I, versus the McGriddle. Yeah, it's like just like which is better, and yeah. then egg McMuffin or sausage, sausage McGriddle. McGriddle. I can't even. I can barely look at you right now. <laughs> this is insane this is to it. me. I, this is it. How has this never come up before? You know, we rarely get we, McDonald's. I was gonna breakfast. say we don't yeah. go to McDonald's um, for breakfast. Though. My goodness. <laughs> I've learned something about my wife today that's just like sending me to a tailspin. I might have to just record. I might have to leave. <laughs> um, oh my god, where were we? Greg, um, pork roll. Oh, okay, wait, wait, while we're on the pork roll thing. Yeah. Um, they were eating their quote-unquote pork roll sandwiches. And now, if you've been to New Jersey and you've gotten a good breakfast sandwich from like a deli. Yeah, pork roll and cheese is like a real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, but if you've gone, you you can like picture what those breakfast sandwiches yeah. look like, right? Like on the bagels, good yeah. breakfast What they were eating looked like Jimmy Dean's sandwiches. Yeah, man. They looked like Jimmy Dean's breakfast sandwiches. Like they were the saddest little microwave breakfast sandwich things. It was just, it was sad. It was just really sad. Oh, and then she said she's never had an Italian ice before. She had never had an Italian ice before. What? Uh, How do you even... They sell those in supermarkets. It's not like just a New Jersey thing. Or do they not sell them in supermarkets anywhere else? I mean, I, I it is a very boardwalk thing, to be fair. Um, they're pretty like big down in Philly, so they call them water ice. Or water ice. Water ice. Water ice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I... I guess if you've never been exposed to it. Where's she from originally? Oh, friggin' no. I can't remember where Katie's from. Texas? Uh, She's from somewhere no, in Texas? No, she's probably from California. They're all from California. They're all from California. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, and then they did like a surfing thing, which I'm pretty sure they just reskinned the moose from Blake State. And Literally. And they did a surfing like thing yeah because it was the same mechanism and they were probably like we paid for this damn mechanical horse probably can you imagine the renting cost on that why you gotta get the mechanical horse company to come out to it's probably you know, an insurance wherever. you have to pay yeah on they're like shit man two birds yeah i give it to the uh bachelor producers they're they're resourceful if yep. nothing else yep. um <laughs> then they played basketball which was similar to their first date uh yeah i was like what about this is new jersey it was yeah. really just their first date thing. and then um Okay, so do you remember he made it rain? How she made it rain during yeah, their last, yeah. their most recent date? And do you remember what she said? Does it rain a lot in New Jersey? Does it really rain oh, in it, New Jersey? It, does it, does really? it really rain in New Jersey? No, Katie. It doesn't fucking rain in New Jersey. What the hell? How do you... What? That was sarcasm, well, by the way. It obviously rains in New Jersey. It, it rains everywhere. 
nowhere. Well, it's like a weird thing, right? Because like it's not like New Jersey's known for rain, but like Seattle is. Like yes. if you had a Seattle hometown, or like London, yes, like yes, but New Jersey's not known for rain. It, I think he was just being cute. It rains as much as anywhere else that isn't the desert, or like, or Seattle or London. Yeah, we're not as much, right. but like it's. It's, but, it's super weird. But there's, like, just a still of her being like, does it really rain in New Jersey? It's like, what? Of course it rains. Katie, what? So I will say, during the course of all this, you're watching this, and it's like, wow. She is so happy with Greg. Yes. Like, there, and I said from the beginning, I'm pretty sure Greg is going to win. And watching the hometown, it sure felt like it. Um, well. Yeah. Yep. Okay, it sure felt like it. And we get to the family portion of the date. Greg's um, New Jersey mom. Oh my god. The New Jerseyest mom. She really is so... She wasn't the New Jerseyest. I've definitely right. seen people who are more New Jersey fine, than her. Fine. But ready? I've learned that... So people in New Jersey who get their nails done. Yes. Now that's not just New Jersey. That I feel like that's a very tri-state area thing. Yeah, right. But fair. nowhere else does that happen. Like, more, more coastal, right? More yeah. like, you know... right. City, but Staten like, Island, Long Island. But apparently it's not, like in LA, they don't do that. They don't do, like, no, it's yeah. not big in LA. So, so, Greg's mom came on and she had the platinum blonde hair, these, like, the fake nails, yeah. the, like, the makeup, the jewelry. Every- big ass earrings, yeah, big ass necklace. Very. Super New Jersey mom Jersey, energy. Big New Jersey mom energy right there. Um. But it was it was fun. I was like, oh yeah, she's that's yep, that's where we it, are. It's been like big ups for, by the way for New Jersey on Bachelorette season. Zach's from New Jersey. Remember he has fake New York date, even though he lived outside of Philly, and, and he's yeah. like, a, he's like Philadelphia's my home. Uh, and now we got Greg. You know, so big, big ups to us. Big are you forgetting Zach was from New Jersey? Yeah, because he wasn't repping Jersey. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing was a sham. All right, so, um, okay, so a few things with his family. His sister couldn't be there because she just got a new job, so I guess she couldn't take the time off, probably to quarantine and stuff. <sighs> yeah. So she video chatted in and said some really nice things, like yeah. said how the, uh, how their father was, like, watching over them, and the, it was beautiful. There was a lot of hard stuff with the dad there. Yeah, that, yeah. That came up. Um, and then As her- a reminder, Greg's father passed away, yeah. and... Uh, it was hard for him because, like, this was... I think this was the first time he was bringing a girl home to meet the family since his father passed away. Yeah, well, he said he didn't really date yeah. since then, period. Right, so. right. Uh, and then his other sister was pregnant, I think? Yes. Yeah, I think his other sister was pregnant, and, um, and she said she couldn't come. And then we got a shot of his nieces and nephews. Dude, there's fifth. There's, like... So many! It was, like, cheaper by the dozen in here. It was. It was so many. It was, like, we were, like, whoa, 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 whoa. His sister's getting busy. Yeah, seriously. like, what, are you pregnant with the sixth kid? What's going on here? It's really what it seemed. It was just a lot. It was, like, and I'm not bashing people who have a lot of kids, but I'm, like, how do you do anything? I just got, I, we have one puppy, and I'm, like, I can't do anything. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, Katie spoke with Greg's mom, and Greg's mom expressed concerns. Yeah. And then Katie verbatim said greg will be here next week yeah like she said that that is rare yeah right like 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 we've had prior to this i think that the craziest thing that a lead has told a parent is i love your child that is it that's the craziest other thing that i've heard yeah but the fact that katie said he'll be here next week 
And as a viewer, I don't know about the rest of you, but DJ and I were kind of like, what? You just, like, gave that up? Like, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I was just surprised that she said it, right? Yeah, right. Like, you can see that she, like, is so into Greg. And, like, right, and we'll get to the rest of it. But the fact that she said it, you think the the producers were, <laughs> there was a great, the reaction gift that you saw. I was like, yeah. was like oh, uh, mm, uh, I guess we'll just leave it. Because, <laughs> yeah. like. That's that, true, they didn't have to keep it in. They could have taken that out. Yeah. Um, but I think they left it in because of what happened. Yeah, I agree. If that didn't happen that way, I think they would have taken it out. I agree. Well, again, we'll get to it. Um, Greg said, uh, Greg's mom said she hasn't seen him that happy in years. Okay, so then we are done meeting with the family, and it's yeah, just it's, Greg and Katie. It's time to go home. It's like that that last chat they have before they separate. Yep, there he's, he's like in front of the limo. No, no, no. This is before he's in front of the limo. They're still in the house. Okay. So they're in the house, because there's like three parts to this. There's the, where they're inside, they move to the hallway, and then they're in front of the limo. Right, okay, you're right. So this is where they're still inside. They're talking, it's really nice, it's basically what you would expect at the end of the day. Greg tells her he's in love with her. Yes. And she says... I just, I... (laughs) I like looking at you. Yeah, I just like like it was like I just like looking at you, or I love looking at you, or something like. that. I'll get the verbatim quote, but but keep going while I. But get But she there. basically does the um the Star is Born quote. Hey, with, what? I just wanted to look at you. This is so um, so his demeanor immediately changes after that because, and we'll get into this, but he. He, you can see that he gets upset that she doesn't say I love you back. Like you can see that she, he takes it like personally. Yeah, he says, I just love looking at you. She says that to him back. Yeah, so, so it really is close to the stars. He born. says he's in love with her. Yeah. He, he goes, I'm in love with you. And she says, I just love looking at you. I just love looking at you. Now, we as viewers know that early in the episode, she said, I'm not telling you no, I love them while I'm dating other people. Yeah. Right? Now, again, Greg took this very personally you could see it in his face his, his yeah. every emotions everything immediately it was like a, a flip of a switch the, the, this was the turning point for what would happen oh, yeah. for the by the way there's there's still like 30 minutes left in the yeah there episode. was a lot of a, episode a lot left. of time left so you're like huh oh i was saying they're like oh man if it, here's the thing though from what i remembered is that I vaguely remembered what they were wearing when they had the fight. Yeah. And it wasn't what they were wearing the, in this the episode. The tease alleged fight that, yeah, yeah. you know... The one that I've been talking about this whole freaking season. <laughs> so, um, she said... So they're talking and she says that she thinks he's not happy. And he's like, why do you say that? Why are you saying that? And he got a little defensive. Um, and she was like, because this whole process sucks. Like, it sucks to have to go through this, yes. you know? And she, you could see that she's hurt because, like, she, as the lead, she has to, like, go through these motions. And since the, I believe that since the Claire thing happened, they probably have them sign their life away before, like, starting. So this is where I'd like to pick up the pin on Corporate Katie. Okay. For, she has kind of, like, a transition through this Right. Mm-hmm. So Greg's perspective, and, and there's way more that happens, but in this moment, Greg's thing is like, I just told you I love you, and that is so big for me, because what that means to me, and like what we have. And then Katie responds with like, you know, I just love looking at you. But then as it goes on, right, she's talking about like the process of the show. Like, I told your mom I'm going to pick you this week. Yeah. You're getting a rose. Right. And he's like, this isn't about that. Right. So what it seems like is Katie is doing her best to be the bachelorette. Yes. Like to your point where she's saying, 
this sucks yes. that I'm dating three guys at once and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Where Greg is like, I, w- I just want you to be like a person and drop that. Yeah. And I think to your point, I think there is some kind of satanic devil pact yes. that is made with all leads now so another Claire situation doesn't happen again. Right. So she's kind of caught. and But I feel in this moment, and I don't think this carries through for the remainder, but I do think in this moment she's being corporate Katie and I think that's hard. I I mean, it must be hard for Greg, who just brought a woman home to meet his family for the first time in ages, told her he loved her, and she, you can see she's still filling in this role of bachelorette. And like you said, he doesn't want her in that role. He wants her to just be how they usually are on their dates, right? Like, just be, be her. And what he said to her that I found interesting, and I feel, I felt bad for both of them, because there was clearly just like a wall that either of them couldn't get past. Yeah. But he said, I just don't understand how you don't know at this point. Yeah. Like he's insinuating like, how do you not like get it by yes. now? Yes. And yes. she couldn't say, but you could see she kind of wanted to say, dude, I'm going to pick you. You just have to like ride it out a little bit longer yeah. because like I have to do this for the show. But she couldn't just say that. Um, and and she's she says something along the lines of like, well, you can't be losing trust in us. And he said, I'm not losing trust. I'm losing my fucking shit here. That's what he said. Th- this is where he, he's heel like... Turn. Greg, heel turn. I don't... Okay. I don't think this part is the heel no, turn. No, it's not. I think that here, Greg, it really is kind of like... Like, like he he's says... Unraveling. He's unraveling. He's unraveling. And, and, and Katie is... You know, sometimes when like, you know, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but like you might be having like... Not really a fight, but like a misunderstanding with your partner. And you are saying things to comfort them, but they don't receive the message as comforting. Yes. And that's what's happening here. Right. She's like, I'm going to pick you. And Greg's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's pretty much. And, and, and that's the disconnect. Greg is like, I am a person. And Katie is like, we are on a game show. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the part where I was like, Greg, just. Just, like, get with the program. Like, I understand that this is hard. I understand it's hard. But you signed up for a game show. A relationship game show. And now you have to follow through that. You, as a contestant, also have a responsibility to, like, play by the rules. Like, you could either play by the rules or do what Michael did and, like, bounce because you can't handle it. Right? Like, Michael, I... Well, it's not that Michael couldn't handle it. He was just the best dad. So he had to leave. Yeah. But... Uh, but Cassie like, during Colton's... Right, but, like, yeah. the fact that Greg was, like, stop being the Bachelorette for just a moment, and it's like, no, dude, like, that's not how this works. Let's keep talking about what's happening, because I think, okay. I, think, I think your point is interesting, because I actually think Katie gets there, but it's too late. Mm, okay, so, um... So, they, it ends in, like, wait, a... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. They so they they move from the inside of the house to a hallway where they're talking in the dark, which is bizarre, but okay. And, and their entire conversation was subtitled. Yes. Cuz they're basic basically whisper talking. Yes. They're they're whisper talking, but yes, there's a cameraman like right there. So then I don't know how close he was. I don't know how close he was, but I think it might have been a zoom shot. You couldn't tell because the resolution didn't matter because yeah, it was they were in all the dark. Black. Yeah. Yeah. So that might have been a far away shot. Yeah, maybe. Um so she said to him, because he was unraveling, she said, I've never felt like you've wanted to give up until right now. Yes. Because that's how it's coming across to her. Yes. And then he probably freaks out more because that's how she's thinking. Yeah. And that's how this 
this miscommunication happens a lot. It's like she's trying to play this role and he's misreading her and he's trying to communicate something to her and she's misreading that and she's communicating something to him and there's just a lot of miscommunication it, which causes really causes him to unravel. It's a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. It's just the there, there is no way to get out of this like like uh, loop of, of just sadness. So yeah, it, 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 unraveling really is, is the key word, yeah. I think. Yep. Um. So then she left, not on the best terms. Yeah, they have like a weird. Yeah, it was. It. Yeah, and then so Greg talks to Blake. Yeah, this is the next day. The next day, Greg and, talks to Blake. Yeah, and Greg was like, "How are you doing?" To Blake, and Blake was basically like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great." And Greg was like, "I don't know how you're keeping it together." Um, I forget what else he said, but he basically did the journey to her room, which yeah. is a journey we've seen many a men take by now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like funny how it's like, they gotta go up the elevator, they yep. gotta go down the hall. Yep. And they, it's not like El Presidente. Right. Yeah. That was the best one. On it was. They should have done all of them at the, uh, whatever that resort was. The La Quinta. The La Quinta. Um. Or the Nemecon. The Nemecon. The Nemecon was, was gorgeous. Um, okay. So Greg visited her room. He he expressed that he was upset because she didn't say I love you back. Yeah, and it, it, the conversation starts in like an interesting place because Greg's like I don't know what to feel right now, and he's like what are you what, like what are you thinking? And she's like I literally don't know what to think because I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and she she, she was like nervous, and you could yeah. see it. Well, if you think about it, her past records of men visiting her room left with them leaving. Yeah. So him coming up to her room, she's probably like shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, rightfully so. So. She explained that she wasn't saying it to any of the guys. And Greg said to her that she wasn't listening to him. Which is, this is where it becomes heel turny. Right? I, I agree. I think she gets to a point where she is trying to take a more human approach to this. Yeah. But I think just Greg's like internal shit was just festering. Yeah. And it was too late. Like he had his mind made up. Yep. And this conversation could only go one way. Yeah. And this is where I kind of started to feel bad for Katie. Yeah. Like, in the moment, I did feel for Greg. Because it was clear that there was, like, just a communication breakdown between the two of them. Yeah. But this was a um, conversation where Katie was, like, really trying. And Greg was having none of it. Yeah, we... We went back and forth with some of our friends on like, and we were joking, but it was like Team Katie or Team Greg and stuff like that. And it's it really came down to a I see where this relationship crumbles, but I feel bad because it it really just dissolved so quickly. Like it was great and really strong until this one tiny little thing happened, like Achilles' heel, right? Strongest person, and then something hit him in the heel, and then he just shattered. And that's what this felt like a lot of. So okay, so heel turn, Greg. It, it's interesting that the, the 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 weak link in their relationship was the fact that they were on the Bachelorette. Like if these two just met in the wild, like they'd probably be fine. Oh, yeah, probably. But it's like the thing that broke it was the game show. Yeah, she said to him. No, he said to her. Sorry, I, I wrote a lot of quotes and then didn't say who said what. And sometimes it's very clear. But he said to her, I've reached my breaking point with this. I gave you everything. Yeah. And that was sad because it's like, okay, but also you know that this is a game show and like she can only do so much. I just feel, I understand. I understand that he was hurt and I understand that this was festering. I've been there. I've let shit fester for a long time and I know that that overrides everything in your well-being. But I feel like you have to have some level of mentality of understanding when you go on to a game show 
and every every season there's at least one guy who's like i can't do this because yeah. i've never been in that scenario but i wouldn't put myself in that scenario because i know i wouldn't be able to handle that yeah and it, it's almost like that part of his brain like stopped working yeah like the part that's like yep i'm on a game show like that part of his brain just like totally shut down yeah so Katie asked if he was done and he said, and he said, yeah. Yeah. And he said, it was never about a rose this week. All I was asking for was Katie. So that comes down back to that element of like, he doesn't care about the game show. He just wanted her like to be real and to be her. And the problem is through the course of this conversation, like she was trying. And like, that's where it was like, unfortunate. And he was dropping things like, it was extremely difficult to hear to hear you not understand my words. That's what he said to her. It was it was extremely difficult to hear you not understand my words. Yeah. And it's it was moment it was at that moment that I was like, I think Craig might be a little high maintenance. I feel like this is I feel like she she messed up once or she didn't say something the way he liked it and she, he's like freaking out over it. Like he didn't even try to really communicate with her about it. It's hard it I I agree like in general i just think it's hard when like the thing he said was like i love you and you know i just love looking at you like i i i I get it that it's just one thing and people make mistakes and like she probably had a lot of things going in her head in that moment yeah and i get that but i i i understand his feelings about that moment he definitely latched onto it too much and it shouldn't have like turned into this yes but like i get I understand being upset about that, but like you can communicate that and hear what your partner is saying without it dissolving into an I'm leaving, you know? And here's here's just some more quotes that I got. Um, Katie said, I don't know how that night could change anything. Speaking of the night that they got into the fight. And he said, because it wasn't you anymore, which feels a little harsh because it wasn't you anymore. Again, I kind of get. I kind of get it. I kind of get it's it. It's not about getting it. It's about the fact that he said that to her. That's oh, it's like, incredibly hurtful. Yeah, that's exactly. incredibly hurtful. Right. Yeah. So I'm not saying I don't get it, but I'm saying like you're just. That's just like why? Why? Why are you like? Because he felt there was someone else talking to him. Right. Now. Like, like again, it was it was corporate Katie. And then she said to him, "I thought you thought of us more than that." And he said, "I just don't think you get it, Katie." And it's like. It's just like, this isn't the person who's like willing to work on this kind of stuff. Like, this isn't, I see where he's coming from. I see, I understand why he's feeling this way, feeling this way, but he handled it so poorly, so poorly. I agree. And then it's like, well, fuck, like maybe she dodged a bullet. He can't handle like this, this thing. They're not even like, um engaged or anything yet and he's already like flipping out over this and so he leaves right um and and he leaves and then she chases him yes second chase scene yeah and so this is where like up until this point i was like i get where greg's coming from it's probably like a little bit much but like i get it katie chases after him he's like sitting at a table and, and like this is the point where katie i think got to the point where it was like look if i say it's you like will you stay because yeah. she, she was really, because I think she probably had the mental gymnastics when he left, like, maybe they let him go, but maybe she had the, like, yeah. he's the one. She goes after him. Yeah. She, like, does that, like, head coddle thing. Because, like, he's sitting and yeah. she's saying, she, like, like, hugs his head. Yeah. And I forget verbatim, but, like, everything it was, like, coming down to where it was, like, she was, like, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to do this. And, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, apologizing. She's, like, I'm sorry yeah. about what happened. And, like, I just want this to work. And she's talking about how tough it is on her. And, like, 
this is a transition where I'm like, oh shit. Like, I feel really bad for Katie. Yeah. Because she, like, this was where I feel she turned the off switch on corporate Katie. Yeah. Like, she truly was being her. Right. Which is what Greg wanted. And now I think he was being a dick. Because, like, she says all this thing. And it's like, I want to do this for us and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, but it didn't work. And then I think he, I think what he said, and correct me if I got this wrong, but he goes like, you know what, Katie, I deserved more from you. Isn't that what he said? I thought, is that what he said to her? Yeah. He did say that to her. Yeah, he said, I deserved more from you. Yeah. And that was the point where I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that's like, I don't care what the situation is. Like, you don't say that. Yeah. Like, deserve, you deserve as much as any human is willing to give you. Right. Like, you're not... That's the high-maintenance part, right? That's where I totally agree with you. And then this is where I'm like... And this got to the point where I'm like, oh my god, is he, like, gaslighting her? Yeah. Like, is he trying to make her think, like, something happened that didn't actually happen? That she says some horrendous thing, like, you, you know, you're yeah. not as cool as Blake. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and this is the point where I... Because, I, like you said, we were in the group chat, and I'm like, it's tough, blah, 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 Greg. And then I was just like, Greg's being an angel. Yeah. Like, you you can't say that to, like... Because then you're being purposefully, like, antagonistic. Yeah. And, like, I just don't think that's cool. Yeah. That is so hurtful. Yeah, extremely. And, like, I don't... It was very weird because the vi- I got very Colton vibes from this in that... Yeah. The lead was so into this one person. Yeah. And the one person, like, threatened to leave... And then the lead was, like, kind of chasing after this one person. And it's like, no, you have other people there who are, like, willing to give you everything. And this person wants to leave. Let them leave. Like, what I, something I learned in high school was that if a person is not going after you, then they don't deserve you. Or if a person, like, chooses to leave you and there's other people who want to be there for you, go with the other people who want to be there for you. That's not just true for relationships. That's true for friends. That's true for, like, anyone. Be with the people who want to be there for you. And, like, you talk about the Colton thing, and I think that's a really good point. Um, And in that situation, Cassie was just someone who was, like, terrified of commitment. Yes. And she was, like, pretty upfront. Like, I don't think that... I think Cassie's crime was, like... Probably, like, not realizing she would do as, like, well as she did. Yeah. Like, I'll go with The Bachelor. It'll be fun. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this dude's really into me. Um, And then, like, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think there was anything toxic going on there. I just no, think, no, like, no. Cassie just got caught. I think, like, by the end of this conversation, Greg was being toxic and hurtful, like, on purpose. Yeah. There was no, like, instead of saying, like, I deserve more, just be like, Katie, I'm like, sorry, but yeah. I just can't get back to a point where I was, and yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, but it, that's it. It definitely just, he was upset, like, let's say it was last night in the morning, and I think maybe a day passed in between, but let's say... No, he said last night, okay. when I went Blake, yeah. Well, then... Well, Let's say that he could the the night before that night that that the whole I love you thing happened. Yeah. He was upset and hurt then, but then it happened overnight, and I don't know what time of day he spoke with her. Right. That time it was festering into anger. Yeah. It wasn't just hurt. Yeah. It was turning to anger. He was probably misconstruing. He was probably it was just building in him, and then I don't know what he wanted her to say when he told her. Probably I, something I big either. and dramatic. Gesture. Gesture. Yeah. And or you like, um, thank you for telling me. I, I don't know. I don't know what he wanted from her. I think he wanted to say, you know what, Greg, it's you. Forget the other guys. Yeah. Forget the show. Forget the contract I signed. Let's just l- go run away together. That's what he deserved. 
Yeah, that's apparently I, that's what he deserves. It, like, it's it's just crazy to me because his whole thing, right? It's almost like a, it's not me, it's you. Like you did this, you yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, it was just unnecessary. And more like sometimes it's like like in a for real, like Cassie and Colton. Look, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, like you're yeah. a great guy, but like I'm not ready for yeah. this shit. Yeah. But he was putting a lot on her, and that didn't feel fair. And and that's why I got to a point with Greg where I'm like, well, no, you're being an asshole. Yeah. We're like, again, you can feel the way you did, and it be valid, but you leave on your own terms where it's like, I'm sorry, Katie, but like, I just just can't get there. Yeah. Or like, you can say like, this is too hard for me to do. Like, 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 this is, I can't go through this because I'm, I'm too hurt going to like, like, but you don't blame the lead for doing their job yes and yet no affirmation of her and and no sense of you know thank you for being amazing and you know we had all this stuff but there was absolutely no affirmation of her and that's shitty right that's shitty right yes because at least michael a was like i wish we had more time yeah but like and affirmed her he's like yeah. you're great there are great yeah. guys here you're gonna be like that's like what, yeah but michael a is perfect so oh, like, he's all perfect so- is he going to be the next Bachelor? I already had this conversation with you. I know, but I just feel like if I say it, we'll get a few more listens. <laughs> we should put it in this episode title, no, too. No, don't put it in this episode title. <laughs> Bachelorette Hometowns and is, is Michael A. going to be the... Is Michael A. going to be the next Bachelor? Hmm? Um, okay. Okay, so we finally see the infamous jump over the fence scene. I mean, the book me a flight home scene. <laughs> yes. Um, the... So the scene where Katie runs, not runs away, but she storms off and she, she goes, goes, I'm done. I'm done. Book me a flight. I want to go home scene. Yep. We saw that scene. Um, she rushes back into her suite. Yep. She slams the door. And this is where I want to raise a very interesting point that I saw online that I completely resonated with. Okay. Katie is sobbing inside of her door. Yeah. Caitlin Bristow comes up to the door. Yes. Knocks on the door and like talks to her through the door. Yes. Very comforting, very like, what do you want? What can I do for you? What do you need me to be here for? She sits outside of the door. The point that I want to raise that I read online that... Do you know where you read it? I'm sure I saw it on Twitter. Um, But I don't remember where and I don't want to misquote it or anything like that. So this is just, you know... It's it's a thought that was put out there that I agree with. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The vibe that we got from Caitlin Bristow during this moment was the, like, best friend vibe. Yeah. The sitting outside a bathroom while you're crying. Yep. Being there listening to you. Or, like, the big sister vibe. Sure. The being there for you, listening to you, comforting you vibe that we would not have been able to get from, like, the father-like figure that has been in previous seasons. From Chris Harrison, you mean? Yes. But that's, like, the difference is, like, you get one person who's, like, just the authoritative figure... Who's just there to do his job versus this other, this new host who's like, I am literally here for you if you need me. We're standing right outside the door, like was, was like sitting outside the door listening to Katie and talking to her and stuff like that. And truly felt like friendship bond, yeah. this real, this realness that like they sisterhood. had. Sisterhood. Right. Yeah. I've never gotten that. From Chris Harrison. No, and, and 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 that's not his. That's not his function, right? No. And this function we never had before. And um, 
I, I, yeah, it's, you, it's good. You think it's good, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with it, that sentiment. Yeah. That it's, it's a good it thing to have. It was very, like, wholesome I, and necessary. Yes. Because it was, like, what we all wanted to say to Katie, but we couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I cried into my salad was, like, an all-time yes. line. Like, that was amazing. That was an all Yes. That was an all-time line. Yeah. Um, she's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the perfect person for that spot, you know, given to, like, what... She's been thrown in the controversy telling two guys she loved them. Mm-hmm. That was... I mean, I, I think it's nice that Caitlin Bristow's kind of getting the second act. Yeah. Because she kind of gets to, like... Not, like, redemption. But now, she doesn't just have to be known as the, the um, lead who told two guys she loved them. Right, right, right. She doesn't get to be the one who spurned Nick, but probably should have picked Nick, right? Right, right. Now she gets to have this kind of, you know, Phoenix-like rise. Yes. And she is funny. She's like, funny. she's legit funny. Yeah, she is legit funny. I, I laughed and I cried in my salad. I, I thought that was so good. Yeah. Um, and, and that was nice. Um, yeah. We, we, you know, we really don't get a tone change from Katie at all. No. Because, because, so to your point, we have that kind of comforting feeling that they're talking about. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And then we transition to kind of what this role traditionally is, is what do you want to do next, right? Yes. And now... She said it in like a very calming way, and yeah. you know, you could, however she couched it, it's fine. But right, that that was the point, right? The point is, listen, we got a show to do. What's up? And but it, it didn't feel like we have a show to fair. do. That, it that's felt fair. like that's fair. what do you want to do? Right. And and she even said like, do you want us to see if we can get Greg back? She did offer that do you up. Want, yeah. Like she was like, what can we do for you? It didn't right. even feel like what do you want to do? It's like how can we help you? Is sort of the at least the vibe that it gave off. All right, that's fair. Um, I, I do maintain that totally agree with everything, but the function is to be like, all right, let's press play, right? Right. Let's see what the next act is. And Katie said, I want someone to book my flight home. Yes. And that's what the episode is. There is um there's a quote in there that Katie said that I feel is at least worth mentioning. Sure. Um so Katie opens the door after they were talking and like uh Caitlin gave her a big hug, which was like really nice. And then Katie says, the confidence and strength I thought I had is destroyed. Which was really heartbreaking. I think she put everything into Greg. I mean, and this is like so weird. But like, it's hard to, like, the thing they had in common that they bonded on was that their fathers passed away. Yeah. That never happens. Yeah. There's no Christian mingle for that. (laughs) Like, there's... Sorry. I shouldn't I, have laughed. That was awful. I know. I'm sorry. That like. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, there's like serious point. It's like serious. That 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 is a way to connect on a very human level. That is like tragic, but somehow uplifting because they found the commonalities and like how it made them stronger, but how like they had to grieve. Yeah. And and it was so early. It was the first one on one. It was the first one on one. And 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 how and we said at the time. It was uh, great to watch. You know, it's not the happiest thing ever, but I, I think to, to show that and to kind of normalize pain, yeah. I think is good. Because then you're not putting everything on a pedestal, like, oh, I've got to be happy all the time. And yeah. then, like, pain and, like, just emotion yeah. is part of these things. And she had that with him at, like, a 10, and it really all fell to pieces. Yeah. And in in, in a not good way... <laughs> Not like, yeah. so like, it all fell to pieces, not the same way with Michael A, where that fell to pieces, but at least she knew he was doing the right thing for the right reasons. They left on, like, good terms yeah. as far as you could. I think that helped her have that, like, closure. Even the stuff with Andrew, he came back, 
they spoke, they ended on, like, better terms. And you saw it in the, um, Men Tell All, where, like, that sense was there, where, like, they were able to talk it out. Yeah. And, and, and really, there, there was, a like, a great, just kind of energy around that whole room during that, that, um, I yeah. want to say after Final Rose, that's not happening, during the Men Tell All. Right. Um, and it seems like with Greg, and, and I maintain this, if they were talking again, I'd be very curious as to what she would say. Because she, I, I, my theory is that Greg was going to win. I really think she was going to pick Greg. I, we can never know. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe she would have picked Blake. Will pick Blake. We don't know. But my sense is she was going to pick Greg. Like, it, if this fight did not happen, yes. Yes, 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 she yes. would have picked Greg. Yes. Yeah, and, I think so too. And she might have pictured, like, kids with him and him being yeah. a father and their mm-hmm. wedding. And for that to be in your mind and for it to fall... That must, like, ravage you as a person. Yeah, and, like, very out of nowhere for her. And, like, him. Yeah. Very just, like, out of nowhere. And I think that it's so... That's such a good point. Because... The what witch? The... I bet she was picturing all these things. Oh, their future, yeah. Because, like, as the lead, she does get to know how it's gonna end. Yes. And when you only have three guys left, you probably have a pretty good feeling on who you're gonna pick. You might know when there's ten left. Yeah, but like I, I know what you mean. Three, yeah, like, you have yeah. a pretty good idea unless yeah. something drastically changes. Yeah. You have a pretty good idea on who you're gonna pick. Like remember, um, uh, Tasha didn't pick Ivan because of the religious differences. Yeah. Now that's not something she could have known. However, like from early that's on, true. but it's a good point. Right, but with um, I, yeah, she might have known it was Greg, yeah. and maybe she did picture all these things with him and like how to work things out and all this stuff and like and then for it to fall apart over I'm gonna say what feels like nothing like in regards to the grand scheme of everything that's happening it just feels like there was so much pressure on him that this little he made a mountain out of a molehill that's what we talked about okay something that shouldn't have caused this fight it it should have caused a discussion a talking to maybe a small fight but even then that feels extreme because he freaked out because he said, I love you. And she said, I like the way you look. Or I like the way I just you, like looking at you. I just like looking at you. I love looking at you. And like, it just, I don't know. Well, and then there was no, so I think the bigger thing is that it, he left no space for her to make up for it. Right. And like, I think that was the problem. Like he totally had his mind made up where yeah. like there was like no scenario where like, cause like, you know, she apologized and she tried to be real with him and he's like, no. But like, if. You know, that's the point. It's like, you know, like, that's where, that like, thank you for saying that. That's why I wanted to hear. This is rough. And then either say, I'm going to stay or I'm going to go. Right. And just leave leave it there, man. Yeah. Like, don't just leave no quarter. It's true. And just be like, I am ultimating this shit and I, I am blowing it up because I have decided to blow it up. And <laughs> Well, you know how men from Jersey are. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, he should have been like, he should have walked up and said, Katie, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> should have just gotten the, the pork roll sandwich and got on a, got on a fucking cab. To, to EWR and yeah, get me a plane. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the uh, credits. Dude, okay, wait, I have wait, issues. Wait, 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 we all know. That during the episodes of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, the credits reel is almost always a blooper. It's almost always bloopers or something funny, a little blip. Just it's like the um, just like a little palate cleanser from yeah. the episode. Oh, like almost always. And I think one of my favorites was when what's her name was in the the pumpkin. 
in the river. Remember? The, the oh, river going down. Oh my God, and she was yeah. trapped in the pumpkin trying to... Th- that was I know so was, funny. She was the woman... I, I the think one she, from, like, like from Nigeria. Nigeria. Um, on Matt's season. Damn it. And they had him go across a, a river. Maggie, Maggie. Maggie. And she's in the pumpkin. And she couldn't... <laughs> Moves so she's oh, just Maggie floating was a treasure. I love Maggie. <laughs> anyway, so usually they're like palate cleansers, just to like sort of get you on a nice little, just like to take a deep breath and not end on a sour note. Well, this episode was a big old middle finger to that because it was basically just like a highlight reel of all the Greg Katie scenes. It was almost like an in memoriam. It was. It was. I mean, I guess it was, it was an in memoriam. Greg Katie's yeah, relationship. It, that, yes, that is exactly it. It was the in memoriam for their relationship. But they were putting like this music behind the it. Sad and like, music. I, I was getting like worked up. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it was getting like, sad. I was like, oh my god. I don't know whose idea that was, but. Jesus Christ, people. Read the room. I do have to say, and yeah, I'm surprised and upset that they would do something like that. But I will say, I did not feel as sad as I could have felt if Greg wasn't just just a giant asshole previously within the last, sure. like, ten minutes. Sure, Um Like, if they did something like that when Michael A. left, I would have been bawling my oh, eyes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was like, well, Greg was just an asshole, so, like, I feel bad. But also, maybe she judged a bullet. Like, maybe that's not a thing. Okay, now. Episode's over. We have one episode left. The finale. The three-hour finale. What do you think's gonna happen? She doesn't pick anyone. You don't think she picks anyone? No. I, I can't cra- see it. I have a crazy theory. A- I think Greg's gonna come back. Oh. I think she's going to send home Blake and Justin because she can't pick them. And I think Greg's gonna come back. I think she's gonna end up with Greg. That is a... Crazy. Fire. Fire I've emoji. Learned, fire emoji. I've learned one thing from doing this podcast and it's... Just say say it if you have a crazy theory. Because if you're right, you can say you're right. That's true. If you're not you, right, whatever. You've held back too much before. I've and held yet, back too much. <laughs> no one keeps receipts of bad takes. Like, not just here, but, if but I'm right, anywhere. I keep that receipt. Yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely right. That that should be the, the mantra. So I think... So she definitely doesn't pick Justin. I'm not even a little... Can we talk about how Justin made the... Like, technically, he's a a finalist. Yeah, I don't... I said this on Twitter, and I'm like, Justin being a finalist is the Phoenix Suns making the NBA Finals. Some things just go your way, and AD gets injured, and LeBron can't play anymore, and you get to go to the finals. (laughs) Um, And lose, because that's what happens. You get to the finals, and you lose. Yeah, it's not like... Katie's out here picking Justin over Blake or Greg. No, nah, man. Giannis um, is coming in over the top. Well, Giannis would be a great bachelor. I could have seen... <laughs> Wouldn't he? I think he'd be great. He's too busy. He makes yeah, too much money. To be I, know, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> um, I could see her picking Blake under normal circumstances. Under these circumstances, I don't think that's happening. I think Agreed. she's not in the right headspace to pick Blake correctly. And she's definitely not picking Justin. Yeah. So I think that they're going to end up leaving. And then I think Greg's going to come back. And I think she's going to get with Greg, which I think is a really shitty thing for him to have done. But if she's really in love with him and all this stuff and he like, let's say he like cools down and comes to his senses and like apologizes to her for what happened. You need a big apology, my man. You And you need to like, not the equivalent of I'm sorry I got caught. Like, I'm sorry you mad. Yeah. You have to like, like evaluate me like, I, I was very hurt, but my response was horrendous. Yes. And, like, that is the thing you need to apologize for. Because yeah. too much, it's like, you apologize for the, like, the quote-unquote punishment, not the crime. Yeah. So, like, fucking apologize yeah. for, like, what you did wrong, my dude. Right. So that's that's my really hot take. 
It's pretty good. Thank you. I don't have one. I really do think this is kind of end on like a, a weird note. Yeah. Um, I can assure you that there won't be any proposal. Like, even if she does get with Greg, it's going to be like a very tepid like, we'll see how things go. Oh, like, do you think it could end with Greg proposing? That that is a if you, that would be a like triple not, fire emoji take. I'm not saying it will end with it with him proposing, but I would not be so surprised if he did. Oh wow! You know, yeah. Go ahead. The hottest take. That is a super hot take. Greg ending with a proposal. I yeah. like that though. This is very good. And then even if he doesn't, you're gonna be like, "Well, I was like basically right." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DJ just peer pressure Took me into saying the that. Res- most the extreme that position. Okay, so then um, um, best oh, part. Oh. Well, well, no, I was gonna like finish my prediction. Oh, go ahead. So I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna end with a proposal. I I think I think they're really gonna juice the Justin Blake of it all. Which, well, here's my question for you: We get a three hour finale next week, and that's it. Do you think there is an after the final rose period? Or is it just the episode with no after the final rose? Because I think it'd be crazy if there was no after the final rose. They've always done an after the final rose. I I can't see them not doing even just a half an hour of it. Hour episode, two hour after final? God, no. Two one? I could more easily see it being a two one. Two one. Than a one two. There's there's not enough stuff for the one two. Okay. So even I don't even think Matt got a two hour after followers and he, he could have gotten yeah, a two hour true. final rose. Oh my god, we could have had a five hour with him. Oh my god. Oh god. Um we never talked he's like back with Rachel now, which I find like intensely interesting. Yeah. But it's not something I really feel like talking about. Maybe if we get I time feel, we'll talk about it. I feel like I don't know enough about it. That's fair. Except for the yeah. Oh, they're back together. Yeah. Shrug. Shrug. Uh, so yeah, I yeah I, I think that'll be. I just think it'll be no proposal. And but then if Greg's at the after the final, I think there could be some good stuff there, or like not not good, but you know at least interesting television. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, so we'll do our bachelor bits, and then yes. we'll just kind of yeah. So best part take like five minutes for the rest. This episode's been going long. Okay. Uh, best part, worst part. Worst part, Greg. Best part. Worst part, Greg. Yeah, just, I'm just going to give Greg. Just you as a person, Greg. Oh, and, and uh, best part, Blake grabbing that ass. That was, that was pretty some, legendary. Oh, no, man. That was some big, big energy right he there. He grabbed cheeks. Like, he really. Like, a handful of cheeks. He, like, it was like, wow. Um. Okay, for me, best part, um... Let's see. I really do like the um, the the truth or dare date part was really fun. That was cute. I like the um, the syrup flight tasting. I would do just because you would want flight. to do that. I, I feel. do want yeah, to do a syrup did. flight. Yeah. I like food. Um, <laughs> and then the the worst part was the the fight with Greg. It just is. It is the yeah, worst part of the yeah. or like maybe not just the. I'll narrow it down to when the very last section where he was just an asshole to her. Yeah. Like, where he was like, I deserved more. And it's like, mmm. Yeah, you. Mmm. Anyway. Okay, so then... Final Rose. Final Rose. Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. For the points you illustrated already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. She's the goat of this episode. She is the goat of this episode. Like, good on her. Good on her. Um, Also, Blake's mom. Blake's mom. Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely great. Uh, The only really... The only real fashion corner thing that I have from this episode, since it was a lot of, like, just regular clothing... The only thing that really stood out to me a lot was... Um, That's true, there was no... There wasn't really anything person, like... Yeah. Right. Uh, the only thing that really stood out to me was that during during the scene where Blake breaks up with her, she has this very pretty moon necklace on. 
That was just it stood out to me. That's cool. It's a really pretty moon necklace, and I love moon jewelry. And it was just a very pretty moon necklace. And I I felt I was like, oh, that's nice. And then they got into the fight, and I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah. All right, let's take like we'll take a couple minutes to talk about F Boy Island, and then like thirty seconds sex abuse. All right, so F Boy Island. Um, really so we, quick premise of it. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically, uh, it's kind of like Love Island for those familiar with the show, um, but it's weirdly more like Bachelor in Paradise, or I guess really Bachelor. So there's three women. Uh, we got CJ, Sarah, and Nakia. Yes, and they're basically the Bachelorettes, if you will, if we're talking sure. in this like same premise. And then there's 24 male contestants. Yes, 12 of them are self-identified nice guys and they just want you to think like oh they hold the door and you know it's someone you want to bring home to your mom and yeah. they're great they're the guys who won't screw you over yeah and then 12 f boys those are the guys who will screw you over and the, the, another wrinkle is there's like a hundred thousand dollar prize that's up for grab yeah it's in no way clear like how, how that can be won right so it's like if an f boy wins does he get all the money if a nice guy wins do they split the money with the the lead? Yeah. I'm sure we made clear later. I think this show has like a lot of legs to it. But like the F boys are explicitly there for the money. Yes. Like they're not there for relationships. They're there for like hookups. Right. And to bro down and to win that cash. Sold. Hosted by comedian Nikki Glazer. She's hilarious. She's great. Um, And that's the premise. Um, yes. I don't know that we've talked about any details. But maybe no. let's just talk about some highlights. Um, Just like stuff you'd like. Um, so, Can we say we're gonna get a little spoiler? Yeah. So just like full warning, three episodes in. Yeah. So the way their HBO Max is doing it is they drop three at once, and then yes. it's a weekly. I think it's yes. ten full. So there's yes. like six more weeks. So we're spoiling through episode three. Yes. Let's just real quick thoughts on the girls. Okay, I'm not really a fan of any of them. You raised the point to me that they had to pick contestants who are, like, more likely to make bad choices. Yeah, I think so. I don't think that they... Okay, so I'm watching the show, and I'm like, how could you think that guy's a nice guy? He's clearly, clearly an F-boy. F-boy. How could you, like, this guy's clearly lying through his teeth. How could you not see this? And then I'm like, oh, that's why these girls are kind of dumb, because they uh, need... It's not like dumb, ignorant... Sure, not, which is a well, nice way of saying. I don't okay, want to call they're anyone not dumb. dumb. They're just making very dumb decisions. Fair, yes. Okay. There you go. That's, That's why fair. these girls make dumb decisions because yes. they had to pick girls who are going to make dumb decisions because it makes for better television. Yeah. Because they can't just easily sniff out who the f boys are. And the fun thing for us as the audience is we get to guess. Yes. Who the nice guys and f boys are? Some it's like blatantly obvious. Yes. yes. But yes. others are like, huh. Yeah. Some it's a little surprising, and although I feel like it's a little hard to say because, like, we're still pretty early in the... Yes. So, like, you haven't really met everyone yet, so, like, they call someone out and you're just really basing it off their looks, which you shouldn't do. That's the whole point of this freaking show. (laughs) I love it, though. I love it. So, we've, like, we've guessed some and gotten some right, gotten some wrong. Um, The first F-Boy, I got wrong. You did, yeah. Um, But... With Peter, I think it was? Yeah. Yeah, Peter. I got hit wrong. I was like, that's a nice guy. F-boy. So what happens is, I I don't know how many days a typical span is Yeah, that's not been made very clear. But at the end of a certain period of time, the 
each girl gets to pick two guys and then they eliminate one of those guys. Yeah. So three people go home at the end of each episode. It's very silly that they pick two. They're only doing it for like the drama of it to like give someone a rose. Yeah. At one point, one of the girls, CJ, games the system where she picks a guy he really likes, she really likes in the bottom two just to throw everyone off the scent. Yeah, everyone off his scent. And right. he is secretly a mole for her. Yeah. His name's Chris and my opinion, total F-boy. Yeah, we don't F-boy. know, he's but... Definitely. A nice guy wouldn't rat on other guys. Like, that's not a thing. Matt. Matt. What? He's a nice guy. But he didn't rat on them until Nikki Glazer's like, okay. I will talk about it. So, so anyway, so they have this, like, you pick two, you eliminate one, whatever. Yes. It's, it's, it's a weird mechanic to me. And sometimes, um, you can save people. It's not sometimes. It happened once. Sorry. Yeah. Sarah went to eliminate Chris and Chris is the mole. Yep. Sarah went. Sarah picked him in her bottom two. Yep. Now, Chris has been being a mole for CJ. Yep. Sarah went to eliminate Chris, and CJ was like, no, no, don't do that. Yep. Um, You can't eliminate him. I really yep. like him, is what she said. And then Nikki Glazer's like, well, someone has to be eliminated. Yeah. And she asked, Nikki, are you willing to eliminate an extra person? Nikki said no. Yep. Sarah, are you willing to eliminate an extra person? Sarah said no. And then CJ, who had already eliminated... I, I can't uh, remember. The guy, funny yeah. guy. Yeah, funny guy. Um, Proceeded to eliminate the other guy that she had yeah. just saved. Yeah. She proceeded to eliminate him so that she could keep Chris... Who is the guy that Sarah was and, going to eliminate? Yeah, and Sarah. So then Sarah eliminated no one. Sarah basically. eliminated no one, and CJ eliminated two different people. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's gonna look hella sus on Chris. Hella yeah. sus. So we don't know how this plays out because that's how episode three. That's how it ended. ends. It ends with Chris being saved by CJ and Matthew being well. One more thing happens. I, I, want, I want to talk about that last. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about where they go after. Yes, I, I thought that's where you were going. So okay. yeah. So. Because I thought this show, I was like, this is great. And it ends there. But it doesn't. Because everyone who's eliminated goes somewhere after they're eliminated. There's two options. There are two options based on if you are a nice guy or if you're an F-boy. Yes. If you are a nice guy, you go to the nice guy grotto. It's beautiful. Which is this mansion (laughs) overlooking the beach where, as far as I'm concerned, you just walk around in a bathing suit drinking pina coladas all day. hang out with the other nice guys. And you hang out with the other nice guys. That's all you do in the nice guy grotto. Walk around in a bathing suit, <laughs> drinking pina coladas. It seems like a ball. It, it seems, seems like better than being legit. on this show. Yeah, it honestly does. There's no more pressure. You just get to lay around and drink pina coladas. That's all they do. They drink pina coladas. They toast. They do a little they toast. toast. They go tink. Wow, they get to overlook where the F-boys are sent. Which is the Limbro. They stay in Limbro. Now, let me... Help you visualize Limbo if you haven't watched <laughs> the show yet, okay? So, like, you know a fenced-in yard that's, like, how many square foot would you... It's, like, maybe, like, a hundred square, square feet. feet. Yeah, that's so, about like, right. okay. Now, imagine a hundred square foot yard where it's fenced in with, like, big wooden... Stakes. Stakes. But, like, not stakes you can see through. Like, walls. It's like a prison. It's like a prison. <laughs> walls. Okay. There is one bed... Which is just like a roll with a stack of hay as the pillow. And there's like a makeshift barbell, which one of the the first 
F boy made Peter who, who was by himself at first. By himself he, for like a few days. So the first elimination was two nice guys and one F boy. So the two nice guys are just like chilling in a nice guy grotto, and Peter yeah. is just by himself in Limbro. In Limbro. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's really good. And also because nice guy grotto overlooks Limbro. Oh, yeah. So so they literally drink their pina coladas in their bathing suits, overlooking all the F boys. It pays this is a whole show's pays to be a nice guy. Pays to be a nice guy. I can't wait for a funny guy to get there. I'm like stoked. So, and then in Limbro, they're just like trying to break coconuts over rocks. And it's, they're like drinking the coconut water straight from a coconut, which doesn't taste good. No. And they're like, this tastes awful. And then the other guy's like, we're drinking pina coladas. And it's like. And like, it's like, it, 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 it's basically like poor man survivor. Yeah. We're like, because like Peter, like when he, um, so then at some point, three F boys come all at once. Yeah. And he's like, hey, and like Peter is like, he's got like his shirt like tied around his head yep. and he, he's just like, looks like ragged because yeah. like, I don't know if these dudes are showering. I'm sh- they, at least the ocean is there. Sure. Yeah, like, it's not, they're not locked in this 100 foot right. square thing, but they are, I'm sure that they are secluded to it to yeah. an extent. I don't think it's actual survivor. Like I'm sure they're getting like food catered to them and stuff yeah, and the coconut yeah. and stuff just like a bit. But, like, just, like, if we want to call, talk about, like, the kayfabe yeah. of, like, what FYI Island wants you to think, it's just, like, looks like, even under the best of circumstances, like, a pretty crappy experience. Yeah. It was, it's, the sad thing is it's oh. one of my favorite parts of the show. And, uh, one little detail, it's, like, funny, but if you're a nice guy, you get picked up in this, like, beautiful limo. Oh, and yeah. And you're taking a nice guy grotto. But if you're an F-boy, you're on a bus. You have to wait for the, like, <laughs> shuttle to pick you up to bring you to, like, Limbro. And, like, the... The show is like it's like really good at these reveals and like the the Limbro thing was at the end of episode one yeah. and then I'm like oh my god what's gonna happen now? Well, it was especially funny because so at the end of, no okay we watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette yeah and we always see people being taken away in a limo and they yeah. never show where they're brought to so we're all just like yeah. there they go and that's it so in this show they showed the two nice guys being taken away in a limo and I was like oh they're probably being brought to the airport to be brought home whatever yeah. and then they show Peter. And they show him walking to Limbro, and we're like, "What the fuck is Limbro?" I, I, I love. And it was so the much. best reveal. It's so good. It, you know what it is? It's nice watching a new show for the first time. Yeah, uh, we had that with the Circle season one. Yeah, um, I'm definitely having it now. Um, just want to talk about like a couple other other points before I wrap up. So it's interesting how there's three women because the guys kind of get to bounce bit between. And they're like, expected to. Yeah, they're expected yes. to interact with all of them, yes. not just one girl. They clearly have their choices. They have that, their, like, their choices. Preferences. Yeah, but I. It's interesting to hear like that they're they're supposed to be like vying for to show be yeah. showing attraction to each of the girls. Yes, you know? and I, I I like it. I, I think it's like very good like gamesmanship. Yeah, me too. Um, what's also interesting is like I think it was Sarah or someone was like I don't like how all these guys just here to seem like they're on a bro trip right yeah and because there's not a lot of one on one time a lot yeah. of it is like one of the girls will be talking like eight guys at once yeah and it there's a lot of interaction. Oh, they brought on new guys in episode three. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the show is picking a lot of different elements from a lot of different TV shows and executing them very well. Yeah. Honestly, my least favorite parts of the shows are the one-on-one dates. I, find I know. I agree. Very boring. Uh, but outside yeah. of that, it's I. it's been fun. Like, I, I do get the most enjoyment out of, like, 
the men as full groups and like all the drama that happens in the yes. animations. Should we talk about the drama that happened at the end of the last episode? Yeah. So, the, well, so uh, one real quick thing, which was like kind of hilarious, was one guy. They did the reveal. He got eliminated. I think his name was Charlie. Oh, I, yeah. I might be wrong. And he was like, "I'm a nice guy." And Mickey Glazer was like, "We have hours of tape about you talking about sleeping right. with multiple women and being an F." Right. Well, his they showed his audition. They showed bits <laughs> of his audition tape where yeah. he's like basically. Talking about how much of an F-boy he is. But it was funny because he's like, I'm a nice guy. And then, like, the little earpiece in Nikki Glazer's ear is like, yes. uh, no. Like, a producer's like, mm, no, he is not. <laughs> Don't fall for this. This man, we have hours of it. And apparently she was, like, rattling off to him yes. the things that he's said or done. And he's like, nope, that's not me. And everyone's like, dude, you got caught. Just, like, yeah. say it. Like, say it. You can't audition for the show as an F-boy and then be like, JK, I'm a nice guy. He he does accept it and goes to Limbro and he's like, I want to reform, which is fine. I'm willing to bet money that he signed some kind of contract that's yeah, like, you I have think so to too. fucking go to Limbro. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. And, right? and what whoever talked to him and whatever happened, maybe he was, like, wasted drunk. Who knows? Like, maybe he was just, like, out of his I mind. I mean, he didn't see seem wasted drunk when he was like he couldn't be different people like different ways but i i just think he didn't want to be labeled as an f-boy yeah which is weird because then don't sign up for the show as an f-boy but like don't don't apply for the show as an f-boy if you don't want to be perceived as an f-boy and also like don't sign a contract if you don't want to do anyway he seems like he's trying to better himself we'll keep you updated on how this progresses um so last thing we'll talk about is matt okay Matt was the guy who got sacrificed for Chris yes. um, by CJ. So at, before before Matt was sacrificed, actually right before when he was saved, Matt was like, uh, they were like, oh, is there anything you want to say to help maybe save yourself? And Matt was like, I'm not going to say anything about the other guys. Yep, because cause he was like, I'm still here, he, right? Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to say anything about the other guys. Like, I don't need to. But yeah. even before he was safe, when he was still on the chopping block with the funny guy, yep. he was like, I'm not going to say anything about the other guys. I'm just going to say why I'm here. Yep. Which, by the way, total nice guy move. Just saying. Yeah, Matt um, was cool. I, he was cool. And he was a nice guy. Um, yeah. But he, so he's like, I'm not going to say anything bad. But he mentioned he had dirt. And then when CJ chopped him yeah. to save Chris, which was a dumb move, but when she chopped him to save Chris, Nikki Glazer went to Matt and was like, well, now like you're now gone. that you're gone, do you want to share any of that dirt yeah. that you had? And he was basically like, yup. And he, he just- He was throwing grenades. Yeah, he just like mic dropped all over the place. So like- he mentioned that Garrett... Garrett... Garrett is... Had a girlfriend. Garrett was very close with Sarah. Yes. And and Matt mentioned that Garrett has a... Had a girlfriend. It's unclear the timeline, but like maybe broke up with her right before the show. They, which, no, they did not break up. They're on a break. Oh, that's what it was. On a break. That's right. They're on a break, which is not even breaking up. Yes, 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 yes. Um, he meant I forget who else, but he mentioned how someone else has had like, a girlfriend just here for the money. Just here um, for money. Talks about how like um like I, I'll sleep with all these girls. Yeah. Blah blah blah. He was throwing bombs everywhere. Sarah confronted Garrett immediately, uh, and he was like, "Well, oh, yeah. oh, I'm not so sure. It's yeah. ambiguous." Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're very clearly an F boy because like no, a nice guy would never do that. I, let's see how. Let's see the bad decisions that Sarah makes. Oh my, well, and they basically ended it with, we'll talk. Yeah. That's that's where, like, they ended it. 
Um, but uh, we didn't even see the three because it was three nice guys they eliminated, and we didn't even see them go to Nice Guy Grotto. But it ended with like so much tension, and I I gotta say I am in love with this show. Me too. I think this show is great. Um, would absolutely recommend. You know, if you weren't watching, sorry we spoiled the first three episodes. But no, we said spoiler alert. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I would say with that being said, still worth watching. There's a lot we didn't talk about. We're definitely gonna be covering it. You know, going forward along with BIP. But I think this show is phenomenal. Same. Let's talk about a show that sucks. All right, we get like, go, go, Sexy Beasts in like 90 seconds. Last three episodes of Sexy Beasts happened. We watched it. Um, nothing phenomenal happened. I can't even remember. Who are the three people? There's a wolf, a chicken, and a dolphin. dolphin. Okay, the wolf's episode was entertaining because he seemed genuine. The lead seemed genuine. The girls... Watch his episode. Watch his I, episode. I, I, like, it's weird. Watch for the ending. I don't want to spoil it because then it's not worth watching anymore. Right. And it's only 20 minutes of your time. Watch for the ending. Um, so the Sexy Beast summary. Uh, watch the panda and the wolf. Yes. Um, the show is bad. I thought the rooster episode was also like... Eh, it's fine. Yeah. The show is bad. They should not it's do not a good. second season. Yeah, they shouldn't. And they would totally need to retool this. And you can't do it with that level of movie makeup. Um, do Love is Blind season two. I would totally watch Love is Blind season two. Um, by the way, I don't know if we mentioned it, but there is not a second season of Love is Blind. They've done an after the altar, which has happened in the two mm. years since the season one. We're not going to cover it, guys. No, yeah, We sorry. just don't care enough. I have... Oh, God, I care so little. Um, if they drop a season two, I'll totally watch. Can we talk about how they could have done a Sexy Beasts where it isn't, like, SFX makeup, but, like, where it's just, like, they're wearing, like, boxes on their heads? That would be hilarious. Or, like, mascot costumes. That's so much... That's such a lower bar. That would be... I would, lo- I would love that. Yeah, but Put it's such a, a lower bar, so they could, like, do longer episodes yeah. and stuff, because they're just in a costume. <laughs> yeah, they just have, like, the Philly fanatic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like basically furries. That, that's better. You're better. right. That that is so much better. Yeah, it's better. And you're right. It, it, it's oh, you know the thing. I don't. We did talk about last time the fake. Oh, okay. So we talk about the fake. The fake uh, people around the. Oh yeah, we sure. About, you can bring this we up. talked about how there were fake uh, people just around. It the was people. like staged, oh, right? God. Like they were clearly yeah. just in on it. No right. one was fascinated. Like, people in the bar were like, "Oh wow, look oh. at these two things." Point in, like, point oh. out, yeah, look at that. But like, we're like, those aren't real people because real people would be like having their phone out, staring, like yeah. just being like, "What the hell is this?" So there's one date in one of the episodes where they take a carriage around, yeah. and you can tell that they actually pass real people, because there's people with their phones out, like, yeah. recording the whole thing, <laughs> and I go to DJ, I'm like, look, that's a real person seeing this happen, and not just, like, a producer or someone. Just, so, just an extra told me, like, sit there, yeah, and just point every... It really moment. feels like it wasn't worth the time watching. No. Like, I didn't... Oh, God, I got so little out of it. I think the most enjoyment I got out of was the panda episode. She's a riot. She, yeah, but it was her. She made the whole freaking episode. Yeah, they Everything else was they like... They couldn't find six, five other people like her, because like then I would have been like, yeah. oh, I get it. They're going to find the most outrageous people, put them in S- SFX makeup, and see what happens. Yeah, it, That's a show I'd watch. But they got like like 20, like I don't know, just like people. Yeah. Half are hot. The other half yeah. are like... Eh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend Missed it. Missed opportunity. It was. Yeah. I, and it's sad. I wouldn't recommend it. And this show was like right up our alleys and they just 
it, it was yeah. executed. We were so the poorly. target audience. We they are, couldn't hit us. That's sad. We were the target yeah. audience, and they couldn't um, like make it work for us. Yeah, uh, watch F Boy Island. Definitely watch F Boy. By Island. the way, show proving that. By the way, hosts work when it's done well. Yes, because and because she's not even doing like the the woman like you know palling around like hey how's it going? Yeah. She's probably got like twenty years on like yeah. half these like That's like true. the woman, but like she's just kind of approaching it from the like what's going on. Yeah, and she's funny, and she she's has like so that natural good. charisma. She's very funny. I yeah. like her so much. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that her being a comedian really helps. It does. It does. That's yeah. the kind of like attitude you need. Yeah. She's yeah. got like dick jokes. And, like, yeah, she's just she's like, like randomly awesome. like just throws a dick joke in there and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, watch F Boy Island. Yes. Skip Sexy Beast. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Follow us. This is a long one, yeah. Follow us at Rose's Rejections on Twitter. Uh, yeah, check out the other Pop Break podcasts. Yes. Um, check out my other podcast, Mostly Nitpicking. Um, sorry this one was so long, guys. Just got a lot to cover. There's a lot of content. There's Hometowns, yeah. FY Island, Sexy Beasts. Yeah. Next, um, next week is the finale. Finale, more FY Island. One more episode, because that's only one episode a week. Yeah, so that'll help. And then Bip. Bip. Yes. Yes. So we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna cover Bit because it's four hours a week, and I just like I don't oh, really yeah. care so much. I will well, probably pick like our highlights. Yeah. Like we thought this was interesting because yeah. the play-by-play for Bit would be, and then these two sat in the sand and talked. Yes. And then these two sat in the sand and talked. Yes. And then these two sat in the sand and talked. Yes, we get it. We'll just do a we'll just do like a highlight reel of like the important or funny or good things that happened. We'll yeah. we'll say who came on and who left, and we'll say yeah. like what interesting things happened who picked who like if it's interesting stuff like that we'll figure it out but yeah I guess it'll be it's our first paradise yeah Uh, it's our first bit for like as a podcast so we'll figure it out I think it'll be easier because with like no lead you don't have to cover every I think it's my first bit coverage at all Oh, that's true, because the first time it was just, uh, you, uh, didn't... No, I think I was going to cover it, but it, it, it was too extensive, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> but well. it'll be, it'll be more doable via pod. Yeah. So, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. We much appreciate it. Um, yeah, follow us at Rose's Rejections, and yep. we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.